This podcast is brought to you by Joybird. Hey, man, your butt is important. There it is, man. I, I feel like no one tells you that enough. Your butt, it's good It's good the way it is, man. You have a solid butt. Unless your butt sucks, then you don't have a good one. But regardless, your butt deserves to be sitting on something nice, something that makes you feel good. And there's nothing better than good old Joybird, man. They got everything you want. They got beds. They got couches. They got... I don't know, they probably even have fucking rugs. They probably got all kinds of shit, dude. Either way, your butt deserves the best, dude. Go sit on some Joybird shit, man. Make sure your house is pimp, dude. Especially now. If you're going to have a little house party, if you're going to break a little rules, you know? Say, fuck it. Fuck this six or this ten people rule bullshit. If you throw a little party, you're not going to... Why would you not have a party without Joybird furniture? That's just stupid as fuck. So go on Joybird.com. Buy all the nice shit. Don't be a cheap ass. That's what your credit card's for. And buy some dank-ass furniture, dog. Joybirdfurniture.com. Actually, I don't think it's Joybird Furniture. It's just Joybird.com. The next sponsor we have is Avalon Meat Candy. Dog, you guys got to hate this shit, man. I'm telling you, it's the best beef jerky in the business. Stop going to fucking... Would you go to a gas station for fucking sushi? Nah, then why the fuck do you go in there for your beef jerky? Don't be an asshole. Go to fucking AvalonMeatCandy.com and get the best shit, man. These guys use all natural ingredients. Everything they get is from local vendors. So you're you're supporting a local business. And the owner of the company... Christian Peterson is a veteran, so you're supporting America, you're supporting uh, small businesses, and you're supporting a fucking great, great company, dude. So we're sponsored by Joybird and Avalon Meat Candy, and go buy their shit. Buy all of it. Something a cheap ass. Credit cards are there for a reason. Build your credit score and feel like a good person. All right, guys, this episode, I like to preface this episode with a uh, mostly for the females out there, um, and not to be a dick, but it's just straight up. Um, this this show, every time we get to have a uh, this special guest on who's uh, Rudy Hernandez. It's always a treat for me. Um, I get to get my uh, caveman and meathead qualities out, which is mostly fighting stuff, boxing and MMA. And um, yeah, I like to seem sophisticated sometimes. So believe me, most of the time I'm not. Most of the time I'm just a fucking idiot. And I like when other idiots punch each other, which is what we talked about this whole show. So um, if you're someone who's not into martial arts, and I say ladies because I feel like most ladies I know aren't into it, but I know a lot of girls who are also into martial arts. So um. I say it just people. If people, if you guys aren't into martial arts, probably not the episode for you. But if you are, this is a fucking treat, man. This is like, this is like if you're if you're into jacking off, and I just gave you a fucking year subscription of Brazzers for free, dog. That's what this is like. So, um, this guy is the highest level guest that you can possibly have. He is the most popular cut man in the business. He's around. He's been cutting up Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor, everyone who's ever been big in MMA and boxing. He's already put Vaseline on their fucking face. So. Uh, this episode's a treat for me, and I hope you guys enjoy it, man. Everyone, uh, be safe with this fucking bullshit virus, and uh, take care. I'll see you guys. Enjoy the episode. Clap your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Because I'm Curtis Blow, and I want you to know that these are the boys. What's up, everybody? How you guys fucking doing, man? We're back. Episode doesn't matter. I don't know what episode we're on, but honestly, we're back to bring you another episode because we're doing that one a week grind right now, man. We ain't fucking around. I'm trying to bring you guys the best shit. And today, we got me a fucking person who's coming back for episode two, man. This is the second time around, and um, I thought this was really cool to do because, uh, you know, given the circumstances, we just had fights back. Thank God. And, um,. This is the best fight expert we could possibly have on the podcast, man. This is a uh, guy's been on the show before. This is Rudy Hernandez, the best cut man in the business. What's up, Rudy? 
How you doing, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be back. Yeah, I'm glad you're back. This is <laughs> awesome. I was watching the, uh, I was watching the fights this past weekend, and everyone was when I was watching it with like certain people, and they're like, "Isn't that wasn't that guy on the podcast?" I was like, yeah, he's already been on the show. They're like, "Dude, bring him back. We gotta see. We gotta hear about all this shit <laughs> about how it's been lately for like the whole fight business and all that, because it's definitely been fucking weird. How's it been? Uh, how's it been recently? Like, was in terms of like not having work and all this stuff? What's what's that? What's that about? It sucked, man. It, yeah, I felt like I was incarcerated, man, at home, and um, I only had like one hour break. You know, I'd go out to the market or. Or just walk around a little. But other than that, um, it seemed like I was incarcerated, man. Fuck. That's shitty. (laughs) And, like, what kind of communication did, like, the commission and, like, or fighters that you had, like, did they keep with you, like, in terms of, like, um, upcoming fights or, like, training methods or how we're going to get around all this stuff? No, there was was no training. There was no – we didn't – we didn't – okay, as you know, I'm a boxing coach by trade. Right. And um, all the gyms are closed down. And so I had had, um, my my guys work on the – work at the – in the garage at home so um we sparred you know monday through thursday and um and saturday so i had i had the boys come over and and they would they would box um you know anywhere from from six to eight rounds fuck keep them in shape you know because yeah keep them in shape yeah and they were cool did they have to sign any like like waiver forms or anything like that saying like if i get sick or whatever any of that uh, bullshit no man it, it just you know ghetto style yeah, you know, that's we, just do, we just do shit, man. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> They're fighters. Fighters already don't give a shit. Yeah, and yeah. Um, we, I mean, I understand because um, like my my wife had um, three of her family members passed away from the oh, virus. Oh fuck! And, my uh, condolences. And then uh, two of her two other family members in New York were hospitalized for a couple of weeks, and you know, but they 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 saw it through. Wow, that's so. crazy. Yeah, it's. It's uh, one of those things where, like, I can totally see people dismissing it when they're like, well, I'm fine, I'm young, I'm healthy. But until it, like, affects you, then you're like, oh, shit. Then it's really, yeah. like, a it fucking throws you off your rocker. You don't even know how to do it. But that's interesting. Um, When you got to do UFC 249, what was that like? Like, what were the – did the commission have any restrictions on you, like, in terms of traveling? Like, what they what they tell you before you even took the, the plane over there? No, what – you know, first of all, the – well, they test you once you arrive there. Mm-hmm. You, we were tested. We didn't. We didn't even check into the room or anything first. First, you get tested and and you see the doctor and they take a blood test and once once you're cleared, you check into your room. And um, Florida, supposedly they're they're open, but there wasn't a whole lot of people at restaurants. There wasn't a whole lot of people around the in the streets as well either. I was gonna ask, did you go to a restaurant or anything like that? Yeah, I, I went to a. I went to a. Uh, like a mama and papa's uh, sandwich place, mm-hmm. and um, I I got a you know got my sandwich and stuff you know, but it was only like in the uh, in the forty five minutes that I was there, I think only like two or three people went in. Oh shit! To purchase and and they were gone. And like the waitresses and the waiters, they all had masks on and everything. Mask and gloves on. Wow. Know? And um and everybody you know pretty much respected each other's space and they they stayed uh, you know a certain distance away from each other. Right. So it was pretty cool. I mean, in that sense, it was good. But um, when you we, when you, we went outside, it was like a empty town, like, so weird. Like, like no one was there, like a ghost town. And and um, but you know I understand, you know that um, you know. I mean, when when you shut down a, a world, you know there there's that possibility that shit's gonna happen. You know? Definitely, yeah. And so um, and I understand that there's a lot of other people that say no, not not me. You know, it's just the government doing blah, 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 you know. And you get all these people, you know, guessing or or assuming. That's really what it is, guessing. Like, they're not medical experts, but they're yeah. just ta- they're putting their own take on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but the fact of the matter is that there is people dying, and um, you don't shut down the world and lose trillions of dollars or, or money worldwide just because you know yeah. to get a guy voted you know president of the uh, or 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 whatever bullshit you know right because everybody has their own goddamn opinion. But I I do know one thing that um, you know you don't shut down the NBA. The, the baseball leagues, nah, hell the no. soccer leagues. There's you too know, much fucking money in that it's shit. It's just too much fucking money. And these guys, and they know. Mm-hmm. And if they're closing it down, they're the ones, you know, they're losing crazy amounts of money as well. And so, because there's a reason, you know. Yeah, and a serious so, threat, yeah. Yeah, it's a serious threat. So um, until until this gets handled, until that vaccine, you know, comes, then, you know, hopefully we'll go back to to normal and I don't see anything being normal in the next year or two. Yeah, that's what's crazy. It's like it not being normal. Like you know what's interesting is when these fights happened, I didn't even give a fuck that the fans weren't there. For me, it, it was just like, thank yeah. God, it was great. <laughs> but I'm sure the fighters care a little bit. I mean, I'm sure they're just happy just to be fighting. They get money, which is great. But I mean, it adds to the element. It, it's you know, fans want to be there. Uh, you, you get the UFC cares, the boxing cares. You get more money because of it if the fans show up. So. Mm-hmm. You know, for it to not be normal in the next couple in a year or two is fucking hard to think about. It really is, because I need this shit. Honestly, I didn't know, I didn't realize how much I needed live sports until until Saturday's fight, and I was like, oh my god, this is fucking like relieving. <laughs> like I'm watching just fights. Like, you know, it was yeah. it was fucking great. No, it, it um, I mean, we we're we're so used to having you know that, and then once it gets taken away from you, you're like, oh shit, wait a minute, you know, um, that's when you realize you know how important certain things are. You know, um, and me being there at the arena, it's like when they, because I've been asked, you know, how was it? And I go, well, it's like, it's like showing up to the arena. You're like one of the few, one of the first few guys that shows up to the arena and there's a fight going on. That's how, that's how it was. But, um, but that was the whole night was that way. Fuck. So. Yeah. It's weird. Like you're all like, you're just like next to all, like only the A-list people are allowed to be here. The people that need to be here. You know, the announcers like Joe Rogan and, and Daniel Cormier. Mm-hmm. And obviously Bruce Buffer, and then the Cut Man in corners, mm-hmm. and that's basically it. Like a few interviewers from U- from UFC, but that was about it. Like, so that was definitely interesting. And what's crazy was that every, everybody um, what did 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 um, did respect that that space, the six foot, you know, six, keep that distance from from each other. Yeah, and they did. Dana White, the only one that didn't have a mask on. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't, he don't give a fuck. <laughs> he barely even wears like suits to his events. He don't give a fuck. He's yeah, gangster. He, he like he's a like, fuck it, man. But you know what? That's I mean, like he couldn't he couldn't be where he's at if he weren't the way he is. No, uh, uh, definitely. I mean, he he's he's the one that said fuck it. I'm gonna bring my shit on it, whether people like it or not. And I, and he was getting questions about it from like reporters and and his answers were just like, dude, like it's Donald Trump shit. Like I don't give a fuck. Next question. Like it's fuck. All right, cool. Like I, you know, like I. <laughs> You're not gonna change that guy's mind, you know. No. And I would imagine, as a fight fan, you're happy that Dana White's here. But as a medical expert, you're probably like, "This guy's a fucking idiot." So like, it just depends on what background you're from and what you care about. You know, I'm not smart enough to know anything of the science. I, I'm trying to listen to a lot of podcasts and get information and read articles about it and get up tuned, like with like any sort of new information I can get. But it just seems like a lot of it's conflicting sometimes. Yeah, but that, that's all. That's all. See. When you when you read all these articles and and they send you these memes, these um, um, videos and stuff, it's like um, you know you're back to being heads and then tails and then heads and tails and it's yeah. just a fucking coin that is up in the air, man. You have no idea what what's what's really going it's on. It's so weird. Yeah, I think and, uh, they said eighty to eighty five thousand now is like the mm-hmm. the death total in the United States, which is that's a lot. But like now it's like I don't know 
do we keep things shut down? Do we like, do we just only keep the people that are like at risk on quarantine? Like what? I don't know what the, I'm not smart enough to answer those questions. But I don't know. But at some point it seems like it'd be like, we're, we're going to dig ourselves in too deep of a hole. Where we can't even fucking get out that. And that's probably even worse. So like, who knows? Who knows? But, uh, you know, I don't want to get all fucking depressing about this bullshit. <laughs> I'm just I'm here to talk about some goddamn sports. Uh. But I will say this though, you know, if, if, Anybody who has children right now, mm-hmm. let them fucking play on dirt. Let them let them do stupid things, man. Let them let them get dirty because that that's that strengthens their immune system. And and right. if you have a pretty good immune system, you know, chances of you surviving any kind of um, illness is a lot better. Yeah, as you know, opposed to maybe not. Very true. There was just like this study that just came out because um, there was a video that came out in the news of all these like inmates in jails passing around like this cup of this guy who found out he was a uh, he was COVID positive. And he was like passing around this cup of his like spit and coffee, trying to get other and inmates were trying to get sick because they're like, if we get sick, quote unquote positive, then we can get released. But their immune system is so strong because a lot of these guys have been in jail for so long. <laughs> They've had every sickness there is. They already have all the antibodies. Like they're they're the classic uh, asymptomatic people. Uh-huh. Like they they have it, but they they don't even give, give a fuck. They've they've been living in jails for years. They've been sick a thousand times. They grew up in the ghetto. They have. They played in dirt. They did all these things. So and look, and look at the homeless. Yeah, they're fine. They're, they're not fucking getting sick. They ain't dying from shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah, I guess there is a, there is something to that. That's fucking funny. <laughs> what was it like being in there, hearing all like the, uh, like the corners and the punching and the kicks? Was it, did it seem like exaggerated? Was it weird? Because on TV, it no. for sure sounded like it. No, it wasn't exaggerated. It was um, what was was a trip. Is that you know the commentators are? I mean, you're into you're in an arena where there's nobody there. And so everything echoes. And so, um, you know, the commentators are talking and pretty much the the, the, the fighters can hear what the commentators are saying. Yeah, so, I noticed that. So they were, you know, they you know they were, they were have extra help as well. I noticed they were making adjustments based off like what Joe Rogan was saying or Cormier was saying. Uh-huh. Just because of like, yeah, he needs to start using his left more, Joe. And then he starts using his left more. You're like, oh shit, like they can hear this fucking guy. Yeah. It's, it shit was, that shit was interesting. Yeah. I want to do a little recap of, the, of it too. Um, did you watch all the fights or just the ones that you were cutting? No, just pretty much the ones that I was working. Okay. Yeah. They were interesting. Um, I, I saw you, you came in for the last two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last two that was with, um, the, the main and the co-main of it. Yeah. The main yeah. and the co-main. So that was with Cejudo and Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Cause you're, you're, uh, vasseling up Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. He's a weird looking dude. He doesn't <laughs> look like a fighter even a little bit. Like he has no shoulders. Did you know? You notice that when yeah, you see him, you're yeah, just like, yeah. what the? His body is so fucking yeah. odd. Like I don't know how he, he's and even when he moves, I don't know if you notice when he moves, he's so unorthodox. Like he's uh-huh. just jumping around. It honestly looks like, almost like a meme. Like if uh-huh. you're like joking around, like and you're trying to make a funny video about a guy trying to fight. Like that's how he moves yeah. before the fight. But but, uh, but that little awkwardness of him, that's what makes him, you know, just that much better than the than the other guys. Very true. Yeah, he's he's been dangerous for a long time, and like he only basically, I mean. What do you think about the stoppage? I don't know. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it, um, we all have an opinion, you know. Yeah. We, you know, I personally, I, I don't think that there's that many people that thought that that it should have been stopped. Yeah. So um, I, I don't think that that fight should have been stopped. Yeah. And um, I, I just, you know, like um, there's other fights that that um, that I've seen where they should have been stopped, but they weren't. They have, yeah, and, yeah. and I'm like, damn, you know. So it's like a, I don't know. I I just don't think that he had he had been hit enough, or he hadn't taken any punches to where like his life was in danger, right? Or or, or it was just 
too much. I, I, I think he could have continued in that fight. I do too. He said at the end of the fight where he goes, uh, he's, like, How, I, he's like, I can't be knocked out and trying to get up at the same time. Yeah. You know, he's like, I was getting up. I was working my way up. He's like, yes, I was getting hit in the head. Like, yeah, I think it was like 12 unanswered punches straight to the head, which, mm-hmm. so that's the argument for the fight should have stopped. You got hit 12 mm-hmm. times in the head in a row and you didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for but and that and that But knee. you're moving. But you're moving though. You're, you're moving, moving and you're and, trying to get up. And, and that's and that's one of the I think that that's one of the um the keys uh, of not being stopped is that because you're moving and you're trying to get out of the way. Yeah, a guy could give tapping twelve punches doesn't mean twelve solid punches. It means you know you, you could be slapping them or tapping them. You right. Know? And that's not. I don't really think that that there were like twelve unanswered punches. Right. And he even said he's like, it's this is not a backyard fight. This is a title fight. Like mm-hmm. you don't stop it for this shit. Like. And honestly, in my opinion, I think Cejudo would have won anyways, even if they didn't stop it there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you never know. That's the beauty about letting the fight go on. You just fucking don't know, you know? Because yeah. all it takes is one punch, and it changes That's the whole it. story. That's it. That fight was interesting. And then um, and then he retired. Then he retired right after that, which I, that kind of caught me <laughs> by surprise. But, I mean, honestly, that was smart. He he should have. Like, he doesn't. he's still in his prime. He doesn't have to retire. He can fight for four or five more years if he wants to, but... Mm-hmm. He's retiring beating Mighty Mouse. He's retiring beating TJ Dillashaw, Marlon Marais, and then Dominic Cruz. That's it. You beat everyone that's considered the best in that division. You are 100% the best flyweight of all time. You have an Olympic gold medal. You're a two-division champion, flyweight, bantamweight. You're retiring on your top, and no one could take it away from you. So I think it was smart. How how crazy it would have been if all these people would have been there in the arena to hear that. I know. You know? And yeah, it was, like, it was a shocker to everybody because none of us, none of us even had the slightest idea that that was going to happen. No, me either. Me either. Yeah. I thought he had mentioned that he wanted to go back up to bantamweight and then fight a uh, homeboy that was cheating, Dillashaw, and then fight him at his weight. Um, I didn't see that coming, but it honestly it makes sense because like the way he said it too in his interview was like, "I've been doing, I've been training for this, trying to do this since I was 11, and now no one could take it away from me because I'm retiring on top and I and I have no questions unanswered. Like I'm the, I want to go medal." I'm a two-division champion. I've beaten everyone that said they were the best at that division. So that's it. It's over. I don't have to ever lose. Uh-huh. So I get it. I get it. I mean, and, uh, I just can't stand that motherfucker, though. He's so <laughs> fucking annoying. He's so such a he's just such a douche. Like, he's tiny as shit. And he's always doing, like, the... Uh, like, he stares in the fucking yeah. camera, makes these fucking annoying noises. Like, yeah. I can't stand that motherfucker. He's fucking nice guy, man. He's super nice, he's though. really nice guy. <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. I wrapped his hands and I wrapped his ankles um, that night. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Real, real. I mean, like, I think most of them, the majority of them, are MMA fighters and boxers are really, are really good people, man. Nice people. You yeah. Know? You know, but um, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not one to say, okay, let's retire. My my whole thing is like, uh, if, if you're on top, get that money. Yeah, yeah. Keep that's a, that's that, another keep thing. Getting that money. Yeah, like why? Why it's do important? You, yeah, it's important, especially because <laughs> like, well, what if you retire and then you realize what you just said? Like, okay, now it's just more about money. Fuck the legacy. Okay, well, you just skipped two years of your career. You could have been fighting that whole time. And then now you're realizing this money shit now. Like, I just don't think you should care too much. I think caring about your legacy is important. But, like, I think if you care about it too much, then you can do what you just did now. Like, he's only 33. Yeah, like, I know. That's I like, young. Man, I mean, you know, people people don't seem to understand that um, money money is the key to mostly everything in life. I yeah. mean, like, if, I don't give a fuck what, what it is that you do or, or where you're at in life, man. You know, it's all about money. You yeah. Know, because, the morning, like I said, the, morning, the minute you wake up, Turn on that light. Costs money. Everything fucking costs money. Everything. And I think Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes was. They once asked him, you know, how much more, and he and he said, one cent more. In other words, Damn, it, it, that's it, cool, it, yeah. it, it's never going to be enough. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, this is your job right now, and this is where you're at, 
and um, and as long as you're on top, you're getting top money. Right. So as long as you're getting top money, then you know you don't you don't let top money go. No, because, you don't. You know who's to say, ten, fifteen years from now, you know. I, I don't know if you're that if he's that comfortable where like he can just retire and and and, and you know go. And live a great life. Yeah. Without having to work another day of his life. You ever see that movie John Q, Denzel Washington? Okay. It's a good movie. And in the movie he says, it's it, I always I don't know why it always stuck with me, but it's a great movie. Like his kid has a heart attack and then his kid goes to the hospital and they're basically saying your kid's gonna die unless he gets a heart transplant, but he's too low on the list. So like your kid's gonna die and you can't uh-huh. do anything about it. Sorry, you don't have good enough insurance, all this stuff. Right. So he holds he holds yeah, he holds yeah. the whole hospital hostage, he's like give my kid a heart transplant. And then like at the end of the movie, like the, he's telling the kid, he's like, it's like giving the kids like final life lessons before he dies. Uh-huh. He's like, just get as much money as you can. He's like, it's like don't ever let t- someone tell you money's bad. Don't ever let them tell you that. Like, get yeah. as much fucking money as you can. And it's like because it's, it's not about having the money. It's just about what you do with it. He's like, but if you, he's like, if I had money right now, if I had a lot of money, he's like, mm-hmm. I could have paid for this shit. I could have paid for your heart transplant, and you'd be alive, and you wouldn't die. Right, you know, so like, get as much fucking money as you can. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, I don't know why that always mattered to me when I was little. It, it's important. Yeah, it's really, really fucking important, man. And and um and anybody who say, well, um, you know, money's not everything. I go, bullshit. If it fucking it is, it's pretty much everything. It's part of everything. Do you want do you want the ex- do you want an extended life? Then pay for it. You you want you want the better medical treatment? You, you got to pay for it. Every, yeah, everything. The everything that's the best cost. For sure. You know. For sure. Um, I was gonna ask you, what do you think about um? The uh, what's it called? The next fight with uh, Ferguson and uh, Gaethje because that one was interesting. That one was Gaethje was coming in as the underdog, um, last minute, came in two weeks, was not supposed to win. He's known for his style of only being like a charger, like this guy fights like Mickey Ward and UFC. That's what he does. Uh-huh. And he fought completely, he didn't fight like that at all. He fought composed, he hit harder, he hit Tony Ferguson a thousand fucking times, and um, he, it, it was a it was pure domination. It really was yeah. domination. Ferguson looked like shit. He got his ass fucking beat. What do you think about that one? I just they did their homework. They, yeah. The the corner, everything that the corner was saying, it was uh, and and what he was doing up in the octagon, man, was just like uh, they they knew they knew everything that Ferguson was doing or what was about to do, and they had they had a counter for everything that he did. Yeah. The, the movements they they read him to a T. Yeah. And um, that's why they were able to do what they did. I was, it was really surprising and shocking to for to everyone. Yeah, big because, time. Because the fight wasn't even um, it wasn't even that competitive. No, not at all. And it shouldn't have went that long. Like it really shouldn't. Tony's just a fucking savage. Like he, yeah, no man. one could take that punishment. That was crazy. Man, he got hit over and over again, man. And 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 he and and sure, I mean, like 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 a true warrior and a true champion, man. He kept trying, and you know, didn't matter what he did, he just got countered. Just got countered completely, completely. Yeah. I saw in the, like at the second, like the second round, um, right when that round ended, and you went to go cut up Gaethje, he was like, "What are you doing?" Like, I, I don't know why they say that. That threw me off. It, it was the end of the third round. End of the round, yeah. Well, I remember he he got hit in the at the end of the round, uh, close to the end of the round, he got hit, and, mm-hmm. and and I thought he was he he, he wobbled a little. Yeah. And so um. So yeah. Was I, it the uppercut? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, when uh when a fighter gets hit and he comes back to a corner, my my thing is to you know to to get him back in there. As best as possible, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm the cut man, but um, I, I do this, I do this trick that you know, use my nail and go underneath the nose, mm-hmm. and that and that and that sparks the 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 um, 
the brain. It, sh it shocks the brain, so you, no shit. you recuperate a little faster. Yeah. But he was okay. And so I go, hey, what are you doing? I go, oh, fuck. But, but the way his reaction was, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, he's good. Yeah. I, I don't know how to fuck with him. Yeah, yeah. And then I just cleaned him up a little bit, and I'm, not, I'm out of there. Damn. Like, did you see, uh, did you happen to see the damage done on the, uh, on the, uh, on the main card with uh, Calvin Cater and Jeremy Stevens? Did you see, like, that, um, how cut up Stevens was? Which uh, It was uh, the third fight. This was uh, Calvin Cater. He hit him with a, with an elbow. Uh -huh. And then when he landed on the ground, he, he threw one left elbow to them on his, on his forehead. Like, oh. boom. And he was cut up. Stevens was cut up, like. Pretty bad. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, what do you do in that situation when there's a cut that you know you can't stop? Like, like what do you even, like, how does that I, even I work? Okay, first of all. Um, when you, when you get in there, man, there's, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't cross your mind that oh I can't stop this mm -hmm. I got you're working man I gotta stop this yeah I gotta stop and if it's not stopping man I gotta stop this right you know and and you don't our our job is to keep the fighter in the in the fight right I'm not the doctor I'm not the one gonna pull him out of the out of the uh, out of the fight my job is to get him ready and and let him go in there with the best possible with the best possibilities of, of uh, con continuing in the fight. Right. And so um, when you can't stop a fight, of course, it's like, fuck, man. It's, you, it's fuck, man. You, you know, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't feel well. You're, you're not happy with it because you're that, that's your job. But we also understand that there's only so much we can do. Yeah, there's some cuts that you just, hey, it was perfect shot, yeah. dirty yeah. elbow. That's another thing. Do you think all your MMA experience – has helped you out tremendously with boxing because I feel like the cuts in MMA are oh, way yeah. more brutal. Of course, man. I mean, like when I when I go to boxing, it's um, you know, it and again. But one of the things that I I continue to do is that when I when I'm at at, uh, at a boxing show, I talk to the doctor and I say, hey, man, I want you to give me the same up the same chance that you give me when I'm in, with MMA. Give me the same chance with the fighters as I do with as you guys do with the MMA. Right. Because MMA, they get a little bit. More of a slack to continue fighting, right. and in boxing they they don't they don't. A lot of times they 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 pull the plug in, and um, one of the worst places to go is New York. They they yeah um, I've heard that they're the worst man. I've heard that you know a lot of fighters say that like uh Connor said that repeatedly, so has um so has Khabib like what oh Nate Diaz Nate Diaz yeah. yeah oh come on yeah exactly did what how did they say anything directly did they, like the commission say anything to you directly about your duties like do they try to give you like some sort of like no. No, good. No, no, no. That that's the good thing. Um, they they respect you know they they respect us and we respect them. But um, you know, and and it's, it's never it never crosses that line to where like um you know okay you could do this better or blah blah blah. You know, everybody just pretty much, which I don't mind. I I'd be great if a doctor could come and tell me, you know you know if you if you could do this you'd be better off. Right. It'd be better for do the you, fighter. Do you do that? Do you ask like doctors for opinions on shit? Like hey, what no. you know? No. Good. Fuck them. Yeah, because the motherfuckers, <laughs> they went to school yeah. <laughs> to be doctors. <laughs> I yeah, just, cause, well, because their opinion is, well, stop. It's a, it's a cut. I'm a doctor. Stop the fight. Why yeah. would you, why would you make this cut get bigger? They don't see it from a, a cut man's perspective, which no, is my job. Is to they keep don't see going. it as a fighter perspective. Yes. They don't see it as a fucking fighter. perspective. That's what I mean. And your yeah. job is to see it that way. Your job is my job is to make sure I can keep this going for the rest of the fight. Your job is just to stop it bleeding completely. Yeah. That's not a realistic thing it is a trip how they they went to school they went to medical school and everything else but they can't stop they can't do what we do it's so they, weird huh it's it's crazy but but at the end of the damn day you know like um it's like um if you get a doctor well, no, they, they you know they they don't have they they un, but they understand they, they only have it's a it's a 45 to 50 seconds to work on the fighter 
That's you know, it. If, if you're lucky, you get, shit. if you get lucky and you got 53, 54 seconds out of it, that's fucking great. You, you know, it's great. But that's not normally that's not how it works. That's unbelievable. So when you get in there, man, you got to go in there and, and, and do your job and, and do it the best of your ability. It's yeah. like it's like getting bitches. You have 45, 50 seconds to show, showcase your shit. And if you don't if you don't show up, you're weird in those 45. <laughs> if you suck, they're like, bye-bye. Yeah. Later. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. We don't want anything to do with you. you got, it's first impressions is your only impression. It's, cr- it's crazy with- how that shit works. Huh? Like, um, she gets to pick who the fuck she fucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's but, it. But at the end of the day, we get to pick who we marry. Yeah, that, that's 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 where we fucking win. For Hell damn yeah. sure. <laughs> I wanted to ask you too. So, um, what's it called? Oh, before I move on from the two forty nine uh, recap, I was like, I thought it was super cool because they asked Tony at the end because Tony looked like he was dying. Like he, like I said, we can't. I can't emphasize that enough. He was getting hit with fucking bombs. It was hard to watch. At the end of the fight, he was cool. He was in, he was in the hospital. He was like dancing. It's like you know. And uh, they asked him like what he thought about, it, and he's like, dude, I. He's like, you know, I didn't do well. Props to him. He did very well. But, like, I'm making money. And I know a lot of people who aren't. And, like, I get this is the biggest payday I've ever had. And I get to pay my – and I was like, I, that outlook yeah. is why he's a fucking animal. Like, he <laughs> – you know what I mean? He just got beat up for rounds and rounds. And he's still – he's just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, the outlook is – he's been undefeated for, like, 10 years. And yeah. he lost that crown. Like, you're 12, done. He was 12, 12 fights. Uh, he had a 12-fight 12, uh, 12 uh, win streak. Yeah. Yep. And he was like, that didn't even matter to him that he lost that streak. He was like, dude, I'm feeding my family with like shit ton of money. Fuck, fuck yeah, I want to fight again. And I'm like, that's fucking cool. I, I, I wanted to give him props for that, uh, for that outlook after the fight because some people can just make it too much about them, especially during these times, you know. Uh-huh. And well, um, no, and, and, and that's and that's and and I and I said that about this um not too long uh, a few days ago that boxers they they don't need a they don't need they don't need a they don't need a bunch of people there. For them to fight to perform, mm-hmm. when the bell rings, they don't give a fuck who's in there. Look, it's it's crazy, but um, when the bell when the bell rings, you tune everything out. Yeah. Except the the except the the corner the the coach. There's always that one voice that 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 you listen to all you the time. You can just keep hearing, yeah. Yeah, and 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 um, but you don't hear about everybody else. Everybody else, you t- you kind of tune out. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Um, I know that because I've been there. Yeah. You know? Even as a kid, I, I remember being there. I remember like when I was when I was playing baseball as a kid. I can remember. Only hearing my dad or my mom's voice when I was playing, because I knew crazy, my huh? I knew my dad would be the one telling me, either motivating me uh-huh. or give me some tactical perspective. Right. Hey, shift him over to the le- shift over to the left a little bit, and I can hear him, and it's loud. Or my and I, but I knew my mom was mostly just yelling because she would she would cheer for sure. But if I fucked up, she'd be like, "What the fuck, daddy?" Like I could hear yeah. her saying that too. Like dumbass. Yeah, dumbass. <laughs> I was the only one who could I could hear only their voices though. That's crazy. Everyone huh? else, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy, man. But a lot of people don't know that, and and they don't understand that. Yeah. But um, if you if you if you've experienced it, it's crazy, man. It's it's fucking, fucking crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm, I I want to get on the on the show because he works. He used to work with my brother. Is um Arnold Barboza. Uh huh. Yeah, because he's fucking. He's looking great. He's been steadily climbing for the last couple of years, right. and Top Rank's done a good job of like mm-hmm. giving him good competition, but not like overly over the top. Um, and he doesn't have some crazy, like, I think a lot of these fighters, when they get too crazy on social media, I think they're putting themselves in a big hole because yes, you're getting famous pop quicker, mm-hmm. but now people expect you to fight the top notch competition right away. Right. And you're fucking yourself. Like everyone's saying, Ryan Garcia, fight Tank Davis. I'm like, dude, I, I don't, he's not fucking ready. Like he's fucking amazing. He looks great, but he, who the fuck has he fought close to Tank Davis? Mm-hmm. Talent wise, nobody, not even a little bit. Does he look amazing? Fuck yeah. He looks the part, mm-hmm. but like, but because he's such a presence on social media, like he's with the girls and then and being and being kind of outrageous and doing this, like people, he's already a big name. He's bigger uh-huh. than what maybe his record is already showing. 
Yeah, you know, it is. and um, and I think that um, he's been able to back it up. I think hell yeah, I, yes. I think I think he's yeah. pretty. I think he's a pretty good fighter. I think I think um, that um, the fact that you know he's he he's getting just better and 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 it's as quick as better, it is, yeah. and um, and now he's with uh, Eddie Reynoso and um, Canelo and Canelo's yeah, team. Yeah, And so when you surround yourself by 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 a winning team, then you know you, you're gonna get and mm -hmm. not, and bottom line is that you can't do nothing if you don't have talent. I don't give a fuck Bottom who you're line, with. Yeah. It doesn't fucking matter who the fuck you're with. Right. I mean, he, he can carry the team because yeah. he's that good. And um, only thing is, is that um, you know, I, I think that I think this kid is headed. He's headed for big things. Yeah, uh, definitely. I really think he's headed for big things. He looks he looks fucking sharp. And like not only that, he looked good before he even grew into it. Like his his man body. He hasn't even grown into his man body mm -hmm. yet. When he mm -hmm. starts getting man strength, it's gonna be scary. Like mm -hmm. he's not gonna be able to stay at that division. He's gonna have to go up a division. He's yeah. already really tall for that division. So when he goes up and wait, and he's gonna have like strength, he's gonna look, he's gonna be a fucking, he's gonna be a killer. Yeah, he reminds me a lot of Delahoya in terms of like maybe not necessarily complete styles, but just like the upbringing. Like this one went out. Oh, this one went out. <laughs> fix it. Oh, there it goes. Is it good? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, he like you know his persona coming up, like the young handsome kid. Um, he even has like a dangerous left, just like Delahoya, the same exact left. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll see. I mean, I don't know, but like my point with like uh, Barboza is, I thought they're doing it right. Like he's not doing too much on social media. He's just uh -huh. a normal guy working. So he's getting like, a, every fight he gets is just a guy a notch higher. A uh -huh. guy a notch higher. So he's like steadily increasing his skills as to where some like, everyone expecting you to make this dramatic jump from like fucking nobodies to all of a sudden, hey, fight Tank Davis. Like, dude, what? Uh -huh. that's, that's a different ball game. It's a different ball game. But to be great, you have to challenge the best. True, true. And, At and, some point, yeah. And I don't think that... um. I think that um, he he stands a real good chance of beating Tank Davis. But yeah, do you think I'll, I'll point him or like do knockout or or what? Either way, Fuck. I think because, because he can pop. He and, can fucking pop now. His and, well, his strength's coming in, yeah. And and the fact that he's um, but, I mean like, this kid is a. I mean he just completely believes in himself. Yeah, and mad when you, confidence. When, that when kid. you got that con that type of confidence, man, and, and you have the skill to back it up with it, I mean, you know he's he's headed to for for great things and. And we need guys like him. In boxing. We do, we do. You know, uh, you know. We need the, the Conor McGregor's and all stuff. He, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna bring people to those seats, man. Yeah, you know? hell yeah. I, I went to go see a few fights already. Well, he was in them, and I never seen that many girls at a fight ever. I was yeah. like, this is fucking good for me. I usually, I come here, I know I'm not right. getting any pussy at all. <laughs> I'm here to hang out and watch fights, and then be a fucking meathead and have some drinks, maybe a cigar. If people are cool with it, if I keep my distance, whatever. But. I'm there to be with my friends and my dad and just watch some fights. Uh -huh. And then every go to a Ryan Garcia fight, Mike, dude, I'm like hitting on three or four chicks in this motherfucker. There's like a yeah. lot of attractive girls that are going, like, which that happened when Delahoy was fighting. Right. Same right. thing. Uh huh. No. And too, too bad you didn't get to meet Ryan when you were going over to the gym, to the Legends Gym. And, yeah, I know. You know, hung out with him and, you know, fucking just been around him. Yeah, I was around him all the time. I never, uh -huh. I just, but I'm not like a. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think that's weird, you know. But I was when I was there all the time. I used to see uh, everybody. Everyone was there. It was, it was so strange. Like I didn't, I didn't know how to even like handle that besides just like all right just focus on the bag you're hitting just get a workout and fucking leave because i don't like, i don't want to be a fanboy that's fucking weird but like freddie roach would walk in and then bernard hopkins would walk in with delahoya and i was like what the fuck is happening like i just signed up for 40 <laughs> bucks and there's some gym membership <laughs> and all my heroes are walking in and like I, I didn't even know what to do it was uh i remember i was i was uh doing some uh good training lessons with uh what's homeboy that I used to fight out uh la habra all the time gomez oh um Oh, you're talking about um. It's his first name. Fuck. It starts with A. Yeah, Alfonso Gomez. Alfonso. Yeah, 
Um, he used to go there a lot. And I remember I, when I used to go to the Hopper Boxing Gym when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I used to see him there all the time. Uh-huh. And he was that's when he was like trying to fight big fights, trying to fight Kodo, trying to fight all these fighters. Right. Um, and he was always like that stepping stone fighter. Like if he fought him, then then you got to go up to. Well, the, he got pretty popular on that TV show. Yeah, yeah, I remember that TV show. Yeah, the um, contender, right? The contender, yeah. Uh-huh. So I used to see him there all the time, and then I saw I started seeing my legends, and I mentioned that to him. Oh yeah, I remember going to the Hopper Boxing, and then we used to train. It was cool, but. He used, to get so, my, he used to get on my fucking nerves. Did man. he really? Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, he was always a fucking big pussy. <laughs> well, he wasn't a pussy, but he was kind of a pussy. You know, he like, oh, we're going to do three rounds. I go, three fucking rounds, man? You're a fucking pussy, man. <laughs> my guys are a fucking feather, featherweights, 126, 130 yeah. pounds, and you're a fucking welterweight, man. Yeah, he's you know, a welterweight, yeah. I go, you're fucking, you're such a fucking pussy, man. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's a pussy to you when you used to fucking spar with Alexis Arguello, for God's sakes. I mean, that is like... It's, as hard as it gets for multiple rounds, right? For more than five, six, seven rounds, I would imagine. I went four rounds with him, but um, but it, it, it didn't matter. I mean, like, um, when, when okay, look, when you're a bigger guy, yeah, you don't fucking say, well, I'll, I've had enough with a fucking fl- uh, with a guy that's smaller than you. No, you never. Yeah, I mean, you don't say, okay, oh, I'm tired already. Never. You're fucking full of shit, and yeah. that's the problem. That was his problem. Your worst thing you do is you just don't say shit, like with Del Hoya Pacquiao. When they're yeah. like, are you all right? You're right, and he was like, he just didn't say anything. He didn't yeah. say like, no, I'm not yeah. all right. He just. <laughs> Kept his mouth shut, and they're like, "All right, we know." You should know. End the fight. <laughs> you should fucking know. <laughs> End the fucking fight. He didn't say one damn thing. He was like, yeah. Mm, "Like, yeah, no, I'm not right. This little fucking gnat is on me all damn. He's uh-huh. kicking my ass." Oh, sorry. <laughs> How's that? Yeah. He he um, well, you know, and 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 there's and there's guys that um, that just it doesn't matter what you do, they want to continue fucking fighting. They want they 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 don't want you to stop fighting. They get the living shit beat out of a man, and and they don't they don't. They want to fight until until they can until they can yeah. get up. That's Tony. That's like a lot of fires that we've seen, like mostly from the past, especially in the nineties. The nineties was ridiculous with your Arturo Gattis and mm. you know and Ward and all those guys. It's just like you know Barrera and watching those fights, Morales. They're just to the fucking end, savages. Do you think like all this rest right now for these fires is is uh, good or bad for them? I mean, I would imagine it's probably more good for the older guys. I mean, good for the younger guys, but probably bad for the older guys. It's not good for anybody. Yeah. It's not because it's like um you when when you're when you start something okay you you start something and then you go like boom you 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 know you're there you're a fucking you're on a you're grind pushing, yeah there, right but then you stop it and then you know you do and then you gotta start all over again and the timing and everything else like you know you can't it's like math you know when you're in the middle of math like in mm-hmm. seventh eighth grade and then you go to high school mm-hmm. and then like math is like you're doing it a lot. And then as soon as you get out of high school and, like, let's say you don't do any math in college, how mm-hmm. fucking stupid do you feel about Like, I can't remember shit. <laughs> I can't remember, like, I was in Algebra 2 honors as a as an eighth grader. Mm-hmm. I had to take a bus from my junior high to the high school because they only offered that class at the high school because it was a mm-hmm. higher level of math. Right. So I would go to the high school for first period, come back on the bus, and then go to junior high the rest of the day. I can't remember a fucking thing from that class. And I was 12, yeah. 13 when I took it. Right. I can't remember anything math. So it's like once you stop, I understand. Like it's it's no. hard to pick it back up, especially like the only one I can see that I might actually help for, and I was thinking about this, was like Errol Spence because he's already fucked up. Mm-hmm. You know, he from that crazy car crash he is. Like he's just getting more rest. No one's pressuring him to fight soon. It's more recovery time. Like he would, he'd be doing this anyways. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. But mm-hmm. for a lot of fighters, like especially like a Pacquiao, like, you know, you're 40. Like, you sh- right now, you have, like, your, your Danny Garcias that are calling you out. You have these big fights that you can probably get. You can even fucking maybe even get Conor McGregor if you want to make some crazy money fight. They you should. Know? Yeah. He, and he should. Because at the end of the goddamn day, man, you know, like I said, um, work, work, um, you don't, it's always about work smart. Work smarter than work hard. Yeah. You know, especially at that age, you know. Yeah. And, and, and some I think Mayweather it, shit. And, and I think it'd be great. It'd be great for him, you know. He deserves it. He's, earned that, he's earned that right. 
Did you see uh what did you, what did you, I want to get your take? Did you see Mike Tyson training? Yeah. And what he said about come, he might come back? You know, all these people are like, oh man, he's fucking looks great. Look at how he's hitting the mitts and look how strong he is. And yeah. I'm like, blah, blah. yeah, they're all fucking, that's, you know how phenomenal everybody looks fucking hitting the mitts? Everybody. Everybody. The problem is when the other motherfucker starts hitting back and then, you know, things change. That's what I said. I always say that's that's the most dangerous thing about learning how to box because I have friends that try to get into boxing. Um, and it's different with like uh, jujitsu because I've done jujitsu. Jujitsu, there's no like, practice like you just go straight into rolling so you automatically already know how much you suck mm-hmm. there's no like <laughs> false confidence you're in there and then you're and then someone is fucking toying with you they can do whatever they want with you right they, you know and they're not doing it in a bad way but they're just showing you what you're doing wrong yeah boxing you don't do that you start off with mitts yeah yeah right. and you start hitting this guy holding gloves up for you and then uh-huh. you start hitting a bag and then you start doing these drills and then you get this really false sense of confidence that you're actually good before you even sparred anybody uh-huh. they haven't even sparred yet Right, you, haven't, you don't know what it's like to get hit. <laughs> it fucking hurts, and then a lot of people don't even understand. Like even the headgear. For me, the headgear hurts more because like you have this thing on super tight. It hits you in the head, and your head wobbles really fast. But in this tight little confined space, it's like uh-huh. you're, it's like you really feel the effect of a punch. Like it, your head's ringing, mm-hmm. and I feel like a lot of people don't know that. Okay, well, I was thinking about this when we we're when I was driving up here. I was thinking about how you know when people talk about like all oh, punches hurt, and I go, no, fucking punches don't hurt. Slaps hurt like a fucking woman could slap you and it fucking hurts. Fuck, if yeah. she packs a punch, that even hurts even more. Yeah, hell know? yeah. If she slaps the shit out of you, but uh, <laughs> but I was thinking about how you know because uh, it, it's crossed my mind that no, numerous times now, and it's been a while, where like, what will possess these fucking people to do this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck, I, I I remember being in there doing it, but I'm like, damn man, you know, like uh, but when when you got, see, when I turned pro. My my first pro fight, I had the guy. The guy had um, we we wore um six ounce gloves. Fuck, that's and nothing. I, okay, and now when I say six six ounce gloves, these gloves were like four years old. They had been in they had been it's basically in the, in, in the process, man, for 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 four years, and they were like um, like old old gloves. They didn't even had most of the paint was was already gone in, in those boxing gloves, but they were six ounce, and there was no padding in them already. Right, nothing. So it's pretty much me putting on the hand wraps and fighting, hitting the other guy. And I'm like, oh, fucking how crazy is that, man? You know, but I didn't, it, it didn't even down on me that the guy was wearing the same gloves, too. Yeah. I just it was all about what I was going to be. You're doing. just doing it. Yeah. And um, and it's crazy, man, because you're, you're in front of a guy and he's trying to punch and knock your head off. And, you're, you know, you're sleeping, you're grabbing in it. But now I'm like, that's fucking it's crazy, man. Yeah. That's why I, I it's always like the. The older generation usually, and anything, regardless of what the activity or sport is, they always always had it harder than the new generation because the new generation has all this technology and things to help you out with that. And it, it, it happened, even for me, like on when I was playing ball as a kid, the park I played at, we had no grass on our infield. Mm-hmm. It was just fucking dirt infield. Mm-hmm. And you're lucky if that shit was drug. It never was. Right. So it's literally just hardened fucking dirt. It's no uh-huh. different than cement. Uh-huh. So you already knew in advance, like I'm getting bad hops. No matter what, the one's gonna pop up, hit me in the dick or my mouth. One of the two. I'm fucked. <laughs> and then if I dive, I'm, my elbows, I'm getting cherries. Like I'm fucking yeah. cut up like a motherfucker. I'm uh-huh. I'm fucked. But what am I gonna do? Either be a pussy or fucking play the game. Right. So you you had to learn to get an attack mentality. Uh-huh. Like any ground ball that you got was hit to you, you uh-huh. had to run at that motherfucker. Uh-huh. You couldn't sit back and say, "Where's this ball gonna go?" Like no, I need to, I need to make sure that this ball doesn't bounce more than two or three times. Because yeah. I already know on that third or fourth one, it's that's it. Boop, yeah. it's gonna take a crazy hop, it's gonna fuck me up, and no one's gonna cut you slack. Mm-hmm. Maybe the other team will, and the other fans, because they don't know. They're just like, oh, it was a bad hop. 
-hmm. people at that park are like, no, you knew you're gonna get a bad hop. You didn't charge it. You're being exactly. a bitch. You fucked yeah. up. Yeah. So. And then when I played, when we played against people that had grass on their infields, I was like, oh my God, we're going to fucking kill these guys. <laughs> and on paper, they're way better. Tall, right. strong kids, uh -huh. you know, fucking have batting cages in their backyards. Uh -huh. Like they get to, they have all these things, but it didn't matter. Yeah. I was like, I'm ready. I'm ready battle tested more than this guy. Yeah. This is fucking nothing. This is, I'm, I'm not going to make one fucking error today. Yeah. And they probably make three or four. They sit back on the ball. It's all these things and boxers. It's a, it's a lot the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, you train with these, with six ounce gloves that have been worn down for years and you have these basically just fighting with wraps and you see a guy going fucking oh, i'm cool after three rounds you're like fuck out of here man yeah come on you want to do this for a living <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you exactly so it's like um it's, the challenges are are within and also you got to remember that um we have let's say we have five, like five levels five being like you're a fucking badass yeah you know? and there's guys that will only will only make it to number two you know, yeah, and, 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 and that's it. You know, you can't ask, you can't get more out of them because they're not, they're not capable. Of it, yeah. You know? And so, um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like to waste my time with fighters that are not, that I don't see them being contenders. Right. If I don't think they can be contenders. I go, they got no business here. They're better off going to school, get a trade. You're, be, you're way better off doing that. Yeah, than, being an electrician, man. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Do you? Would would you be willing to be the cut man, or would you want to be the cut man if, like, let's say Tyson came back and because Holyfield trying to do his thing now too. Uh -huh. If they came back and fought each other, would that be something you're interested in? Of course, that'd be fucking insane. It's money. That'd be amazing. It's it, money. It, it, it would pay. It would pay really good money. It would pay yeah. crazy money because yeah. everyone would watch that shit, and uh -huh. it's like no one wants to see any of those guys come back and actually fight someone who's currently fighting. We don't want that's no. that's dangerous. These guys are old. No. If you're going to see them fight, you want to see them fight each other. And right. no warm-up fights, fuck yeah. that. Just yeah, go no, in there. No. It's and, and 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 you know what? It should be they should be four rounds exhibitions with headgears and everything else because people are still going to watch them because at the oh end my of the God. Goddamn, because at the end of the goddamn day, man, I, you know, we got to respect the fact that they're they're not what they used to be. Of course, but, yeah. But fighting each other that's great. That's fucking great. You know, like it's a great, it's a great show, and ah. and um and I think that um I think we all everybody would benefit from it. Yeah. You know, the fans who never saw these guys fight when they were in their prime now they get to see you know an uh you know kind of like a a little a little what they uh, what they a little glimpse stuff, you know? yeah and and the good thing for them is like it's not like there's two fat dudes like they're both in really good shape which mm -hmm. is crazy like they're yeah. both in their fifties and they look great like. They don't look like your normal 50-year-old dudes. Like, their face look a little worn down, but, like, yeah. their bodies are still great. Yeah. Now, whether they go to a commission that says, yeah, you can still fight when you're on TRT or something, eh, then then okay. <laughs> you're going to be testing these fools. I'm sure they're on all yeah. kinds of shit, you know, like, because they're retired. Like, why why wouldn't I be on some sort of growth hormone when I'm retired? Like, who's right. the fuck? Like, I'm... And, and, and I don't think that the commission should even be involved in it. I mean, like, I, I understand that the commission will be involved because it's, it's, it's an exhibition and it's going to be in a live show. And so the... I mean, but there's no there's no decision. As long as there's no 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 decision, it's an exhibition and it doesn't count. Right. No no winner losers announced. And fuck, that'll make so much money. Yeah. I, fuck, I'm down for I'm I'm done to watch that. Yeah. Hell gonna, yeah. If I can work it even better. Especially now, I'm I'm watching every live event right now. People are getting desperate as fuck. They're watching like Chinese soccer leagues. They're watching all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit like Russian hockey. Like what the fuck? Because everyone's like, I just need to watch something. Right. You know, like I gotta tune it out. My kids are in my house. They're driving me fucking nuts. Yeah. My wife's mad at me because I'm drinking again because I'm at home. Yeah. Something, you know, or like uh, everyone's annoyed. Even, even like there, I was watching. Uh, there's a a girl that just I was talking to the other day. She's a friend of mine. She was saying that like she was watching this last fight and she was like, "This is the first time I ever watched a fight where I actually was interested in the fight because she's like, I never liked fighting before this. I always thought it was stupid. And I always thought it was like caveman shit and like a bunch of 
idiots. Then this pandemic thing happened, and I couldn't go to the gym anymore, <laughs> so I started getting bored, and I didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. My friend's a kickboxing instructor, so I asked them if they would, if they felt comfortable being around me during this whole time, and if they can teach me some stuff. They're like, yeah. So I've been getting kickboxing lessons for the last like month, and then this fight—it was the only fight I watched it, and I actually started interpreting what was happening. Like I understood distance control, I understood the low leg kicks and how much what they were doing. I, I was watching it as the way a guy would watch a fight, and it was really throwing me off. And I was like, I was excited to watch the fight. I couldn't wait, and I was like, that's fucking cool. That like maybe that got you into this shit. What you know, it's like um, finding understanding. Yeah, you know, finding and watching what you know what's going on and what's being how it's played, it's being played out. It, it um, and then when you can, I mean, that's when you get into it. Yeah. Like, well, the first time. When I when I went as a cutman with the UFC, I don't think I went to the octagon for about like six months. I had no I had no interest whatsoever to go to the <laughs> fucking cage. I can care less what the hell's going on. I had I had no idea what the hell the sport was like. Right. And then one day, I'm asked to go to the cage because I needed to relieve the cutman over there. So I'm over there watching, and I'm like, oh shit, this is like pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, this is pretty cool, man. And then. The, the more I watched, the more I, I understood it. And, man, it's a great freaking sport, It's man. a great sport. <laughs> I say that about everything, though. I feel like if you're going to say I'm this or I know about this, then fucking no. Like, I, I, I said, mm-hmm. a, I had this little funny, like, conversation with my buddy the other day. One of my black friends. I always say he has to be my black friend because I don't have a lot of them. Southern California. But uh, he's such a fucking funny dude. And he's a cool dude. But the other day, he was, like, talking about, uh, uh, we're talking about music. Uh-huh. And he was trying to give me all these, like, uh, new artists to listen to. And I was like, that guy fucking sucks. I was just like talking shit. I didn't, I didn't even hear any of his music. Huh? But I was like, I was like, uh, I made a joke to him. I was like, I'm more black than you are. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I was like, what do you know about like John Coltrane, Duke Ellington, BB King, Robert yeah. Johnson, Elmore James? Like, what do you know about these guys? You know, like, what yeah. do you know about Jimi Hendrix or any of these guys that that came up that like you know Muddy Waters that actually right. like those are the to me like I I, I to me it's like offensive because I'm like how can you say I'm black? And not understand the first really good thing that African Americans brought to the country, which was music. Like that's what put them on the map. That's what made racism almost go away, was huh? the fact that they came here and it made white people go fuck. I don't even care if I don't like him for this, this, or this mm-hmm. reason. His music is so good, I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, and like uh, I was like, Little, that's what that's how I came up. I was like, oh, Little Richard just died. And he's like, who the fuck's that? And I was like, you piece of shit. <laughs> I was mad. I was like, how yeah. are you gonna call yourself black? You don't even know the fuck Little Richard is. Yeah. Like, dude, like those people are so important to your history. Uh-huh. And yet you choose to neglect what they brought forward to you, like you know, like Jackie Robinsons and all these guys. Like right, right. you should learn about them because I know for like in my culture, Mexican America, it's very important that you learn who were the pioneers mm-hmm. in music, sports, pol- politics, whatever. Like you have to mm-hmm. at least know a little bit about them. Right, right. But um, but that's anything. Like the more you learn about something, the more you understand it, the more you get a appreciation for it. And it's just it's just like that with martial arts. It's like that with music. It's about that with everything. Yeah, but you know what, man? It's like um. Things have changed, you know, like um, some people, I mean, like how many, how many guys of your age know this? None. You know? uh, Not e- to my e- level, e- at least. E- e- even, even to their, to their own background. Yeah. You know? So, um, I mean, like things have changed and, and um, unfortunately people forget and, and then, you know, you, you, you really have nothing. Yeah. And then that kind of sucks because at the end of the day, day man, it's like, um, you know, it's like, um, be proud of what, of what and what you are and who you where you came from yeah you know, and your background the family background and and um but but i think more more important but i will say this man you know in order for us to have uh, for our culture to 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 move move ahead and get better education make sure huge. That, make sure your kids get educated and it's huge. you know and, and and it's like once you've 
once they have an education, man, that's something no one can ever take away from. Yeah, so it's so true, and it's it's not just like your formal education; it's mm-hmm. it's it's informal education as well. Like, mm-hmm. yes, their formal is is eighty percent of it, like going to school, making sure you're getting this, but your informal is just as important. Learning mm-hmm. about cultural, like I said, mm-hmm. cultural things, like mm-hmm. music, uh, sports, um, street smarts, anything right. like things like yeah. that, books that you might be interested in that have nothing to do with schoolwork, but like that might help you with something. Maybe yeah. it's a motivational book. Maybe it's a, a book on society or psycholo- psychology, something, right. you know, those sort of educations are just as important. And like, it's, it's important to like surround yourself with all of it mm-hmm. big time. And I, it's just so weird that a lot of people don't want to do that. I don't even get it. Mm-hmm. But I, I imagine fighters do more than more than not because their education is informal like boxing is not a formal education it's something you went out of your way to learn like you mm. weren't taught to box if anything when you're a kid they people tell you don't fight don't get yeah. in trouble and you're like nah but i like to i'm gonna go sign up at a gym and then you go and there are martial arts martial arts for sure martial arts because boxing has been kind of popular for since for a long time over 100 years well you got to remember that boxing boxing is only popular because it's a is is a poor man's sport yeah you know you you can't i mean like it's either you can't go play baseball because you don't have the money to fucking pay for the you know the for, a glove. for the uniform or the gloves or I mean like it's just overpriced and then like um, in boxing uh, most of the time like if the kid is pretty good you know then he doesn't even have to pay gym dues because he's that he's pretty good so, yeah you like, want you know, him at your and, gym and, and, and you know the last thing you want him is out in the streets yeah so, um, so boxing is it, it, it just it's, it's it's a poor man's sport but at the end of the day man it's like um, it ain't for everybody. No, fuck no. It, it's, it's not for not. everybody. And um, and if you're good at it, then, you know, great. Yeah. It, even, like, with Tony's interview, what he said, I, it even reminded me a little bit of uh, that movie Cinderella Man. Because uh-huh. it's, like, very, it's similar in t- kind of the times. Like, I mean, obviously, then was the Great Depression. But he's, like, his outlook was very similar. Like, uh, was that was James Braddock versus uh-huh. uh, the Jewish guy. Yeah, yeah. F- forgot his fucking name. 19, like, 1935. Uh-huh. Um, and he had nothing. You know, went up and wait to fight a uh, Max Max Bear. Uh-huh. You know, went up and wait to fight the best fighter in the fucking world. Yeah, and did it with like no money, no food, nothing. Um, but it, you know, I won. I won the fucking fight. But the wheel. Yeah. But he had the wheel to win. That's it. Know? And it was like, but it's a lot. Kind of, it's a people are going through the same things now. You mm-hmm. know, and for Tony to have the outlook, like, dude, I'm just grateful. Like, I don't. I got my fucking ass kicked. I got fucked <laughs> up, and I, and I was, and he was the underdog, and he fucked me up. But uh-huh. like, I, my family's fucking. They're they're full. Their bellies are full tonight, which is a lot of people can't say that shit. You know? Yeah. So yeah, throw me in the fucking ring again. You bet your sweet ass, throw me in the ring again. Yeah. Well, like the Cowboy Cerrone, Cerrone man. Yeah. I mean that guy. I mean he just he's a bad dude, man. He's savage. Like, like those. Like it's like um, Clay Guida, mm-hmm. uh, Diego Sanchez. Oh my and, god. And, and the Cowboy. Yeah. Those, those three guys, man. Those are the ones that got me hooked on this. Yeah. On the, that fight sport. that they had together was just fucking. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> you can't remake that shit. Yeah. But those you know? three guys, man, they, they got me. They got me. When 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 I saw them fight, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, these motherfuckers. I mean, they just gave. They, they're like the Arturo Gallis of boxing. They really are. Yeah. yeah. And so they came and they, and they give you their best. Win, lose, or draw, man, they gave you their best. Yeah. They knew no other way but to try to win. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's uh, those are my, I, I like that there's different types of fighters because those are my favorite ones to watch. Mm-hmm. And those are probably everyone's favorite ones to watch. But I do appreciate the ones that, are more meticulous with who they pick and are only fighting top-notch competition and they fight once a year, like your, like your Mayweathers. Because those are also beautiful to watch. Like, their talent is just so superior. They don't need to fucking fight every two, three months. They're just like, I'll fight mm-hmm. once a year and I'll and I'll yeah. beat the best guy every year. And who gives a fuck? I like that too. But I also I love the Warriors. I love the Warriors mm-hmm. are the best. It's just so fucking fun mm-hmm. to watch. You know, like, uh, like um, okay, like for instance, like 
Canelo, Canelo Alvarez. I mean, I think he, I think he's a great fighter. Yeah. But um, there's nothing, there's nothing that he does that makes me want to watch all his fights. I mean, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I watch him, but, but I already know that um, he's a great businessman and good, good great for him. Great businessman. Good for him. Yeah. I'm happy for him that he's gonna make all these freaking money, man, and 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 not lose no sleep over it, man. And um, right. and his skills have gotten better, but. You know him challenging like the weakest guy in the division. You know he's it, been doing that for years. Yeah, and, and and you know what, man, fuck it, it works for him. Great. Yeah, great. You know what? Um, but um, to to think that he's one of the greatest ever in Mexico, fuck no. No, yeah, I mean, I, I disagree with that too. I yeah. I think like if he, but, but here's he's the, the thing, smartest. But he's a smart, and here's the thing, <laughs> he could change that around. Like the reason that. I, I mean, first of all, his marketability is all in his look. He's a handsome dude. He's a redheaded guy. No, he's red. You know, he's that's red. It. He's red. Yeah, but uh -huh. like that's rare from Mexico. His mm -hmm. accent, like, um, he and everyone knows he lost the first Triple G fight. Mm -hmm. But you have Charlo waiting to fight you. You've had Saunders, which Saunders fucked himself with mm -hmm. getting caught with shit. But you had Saunders, who was trying to fight you a lot before that. You kept saying no. Who Saunders before that, especially after he fought uh, what's the name? Uh, Martin. Uh, was it Lemieux? David Lemieux. David Lemieux. Uh huh. When he fought David Lemieux, that that, that was incredible mm -hmm. he i mean david lemieux is your stepping stone type of fighter but right that was unbelievable i've never seen someone at super middleweight move that quickly in that and that ferocious like the whole fight like he just bah, 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 just stood on the outside and just kept his jab and just just a boxing clinic mm -hmm. i like damn this guy would give canel a lot of problems and that was like four years ago right andrade who's still there waiting to fight these guys are just like middleweight killers that drevinchenko like all these guys are fighters that you can he can fight but it's like he just mm -hmm not going up fighting liam smith and or fighting liam smith or going up and fighting what's the name uh whoever i don't know man it's just he he's he's incredible but it's it's not fully proven yet. i'm with you on that like, i feel mm -hmm. like he has to fight better competition for sure some that are going to be i mean like uh him moving out to fight um kovalev instead of fighting better be you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean like i understand like like i said well good for him you know and um uh, but Two things that Juan Manuel Marquez and, and him having what well, what they have in common is that um, two things. One is that these guys, I think Canelo will become a way better fighter the the moment he gets older. So he's not going to have no choice but to fight in, instead True. of moving around. True. So um, that's one. And second of all, is like um, Canelo Alvarez. I I think um, his personality out away from the cameras and everything. He's a fucking funny dude. He has charisma. Yeah. But the but he doesn't use it when the cameras are on. And that's what see, people would enjoy him more if they saw this guy. Right. And they would I mean they regardless if his fucking fights are boring or, or exciting, they'd fucking watch. Right. Because he's a fucking tough dude. Like, I mean I, you know, he, he's a tough motherfucker. He I mean, I remember hitting on his twenty four sevens like getting picked on because he had the red hair and uh -huh. as a kid and he's like the youngest of a couple brothers. So he's mm -hmm. a tough motherfucker. But like you're right, he tries to portray his image a little bit more as a classier person yeah even the shit he wears some like ricky martin gay ass shit sometimes I'm like dog what are you doing <laughs> just wear a fucking shirt you look like an asshole right yeah now. exactly man but um but i think i think i think he that if that guy shows up fucking people would fucking love him yeah, yeah. he there he actually mentioned i don't know if he mentioned it or, or his team mentioned it but he mentioned him and dimitri Bavall, which i was like dude that's dangerous okay now that's not that's not kovalev light heavyweight that's a different light heavyweight yeah that yeah. that that dude will fucking probably knock you on. That's a 185 who he can mm -hmm. fight way higher than 185 if he wants to be vol. He's, mm -hmm. he's fucking strong and he's tall at fucking 185 and he's fast. Like mm -hmm. that. I, I don't know if you should do that. I think you should stay at your 160, su your super middleweight. And, and if he wants to stay a super middleweight, then go fight Benavides. Yeah. And that's huge. That's another one. That dude's so big. 
No, that guy, that guy will fucking fight. That guy uh, will bring it to him and he's he going to make him fight. And, and it's like... Uh, and they fight the same way. Yeah. Flat-footed, very flat-footed guys. Mm-hmm. They have heavy left hands. They both... and they, But I think Benavides is like a guy that'll throw four, five, six punch combinations at you. And yeah, so he's definitely. Gonna make you fight. And he's, and, way, and he's, and he's wh- looking to knock you off. And he's younger. A lot younger. Uh-huh. You know, like so, Benavides was a champion like, what, 21, 22? Uh-huh. Like, that's fucking crazy. At yeah. that division... Or fight fucking a uh, homeboy from Mexico. What's the name? Um, Ramirez? Zerto. Yeah, fight him. I mean, I think Canelo will beat him. Yeah. But I do think that'd be a fight that would give him a lot more crowd. With the, like, yeah. people go, okay, yeah. hey, that's a legit yeah. fight. Uh-huh. You know, that's a good Cause, fighter. Because they're in prime. Yeah, they're yeah. both in the prime. That, that guy's bigger. Southpaw, tall, strong guy. Like, that's a good fight where people would give you some credit. All right, man, like, you fought somebody. Mm-hmm. Billy Joe's a big step, though, I think. I mean, Billy Joe didn't look good in his last fight. Um, but he still is going to go in there and just try to outbox you. So that's going to be something that... Is different, mm-hmm. you know. Stay on the outside, all those things, which is good. What do you think? Uh, who? What kind of fight? What's the biggest fight you're looking forward to to come back the most? If there was one fight to come back right now, like during this pandemic, and there, and boxing goes, we're gonna let one big fight happen, just like UFC had. Like, what are we gonna do? I don't know, man. It's it's crazy, but um, shit. I mean, like most 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 fighters. I mean, like I can't like. Right now, I have I have no idea of who who I, I I'd put I'd want to see like right now. Yeah. Like um, I mean like they're all, I think I think they're all like pretty much like there. Yeah. There's not one guy that stands out and says, man, I you know, fuck, I want to watch this dude again. Yeah. But I think Manny Manny Pacquiao. I think so too. That'd be cool. Manny Pacquiao, get him back in here, man, because it's like um his he has a purpose. Yeah. His his, his purpose is always to take care of his of his country and his countrymen, and he he. He he does so much, man, and and you know ridiculous. what? Ridiculous. And and you know what? Anytime he fights, he, you know his last two or three fights, I purchased the pay per view. I didn't even watch him. You weren't even there. Yeah, no, you're probably working the fights. Yeah. Yeah. No, make sure pay, buy this motherfucker, buy the show, man, because I know where my money's going to. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's cool. That's really cool of you. Yeah. I I never asked you what you thought about uh, um, because I didn't, I had you on before the fight, but the Tyson Fury Wilder two fight, I thought that was fucking. Amazing. I was so happy. I, I'm not. I'm not even a hater towards Wilder whatsoever. I like to watch him fight. He's super uh-huh. exciting, but I was getting a little like annoyed a little bit with the whole. I'm like, this guy is not really that good of a boxer though, and it's upsetting that like he keeps winning. I'm like, I'm, I just don't think he's facing good competition. And in the first fight, I felt like was so amazing, especially because yeah. like Fury fucked him up the whole fight and then got knocked down twice. So so it's it was a fair draw. Like I thought it was a fair Wait. draw, but the second fight, Jesus Christ! I, I had I had um, Tyson Fury winning that the first fight. Yeah, me too. Oh, on the on a core card, on, on, on a scorecard score setting. Cards, yeah, yeah, me too. Now a draw, okay, fine, whatever. But um, the second fight, I thought that um, I thought that Wilder would win, but I wanted Tyson to win. I wanted Tyson yeah, to me win too. so bad, but I thought that just Wilder, for the boxing community, I thought Wilder would win because um, Tyson Fury moving away eventually he was going to get caught. Yeah, and, and that was gonna and that was gonna be the difference. Yeah, but when the bell when the bell rang. And Tyson Fury took it to him. Oh my God! While they walked backwards, the whole fight. Complete. I'm like, oh hell, this. Oh, this is fucking changes everything. Everything. It changed everything. And and you saw. I mean, like after the fucking. Uh, uh, I mean that him going forward, mm-hmm. taking it to him, ta- breaking him down. Um, Wilder will never beat Tyson. Yeah, no, he won't. He He'll won't. There's too him. many rounds now in the books to go. Like, okay, yeah, yeah he won't. He's got him. He's got He's his got fucking him. number. He knows that he doesn't have to move. That he just got to take it to him. That's put his it. weight in his body and 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 get him. You know, he he got. He's That's got it. his number. And he got hit like on the on like sort of the back of the head. And I and I saw that happen. And I knew already. I was like, oh, he's fucked. And mm-hmm. I was I said that in front of like next to my brother, and like a few of my cousins. And they're like, he's fine. I'm like, trust me, he's fucked. You get hit right there. Mm-hmm. It's a different punch. It's 
it knocks your equilibrium off. There's a reason those punches are fucking illegal. Like, mm-hmm. it was an accident. It wasn't on purpose. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, trust me, he's fucked. He's, he's going to lose his balance. His legs are going to go. And, like, sure enough, maybe 30 seconds after that, his legs were gone. And the whole next round, his legs were gone. And it was, it, it started to look ugly at that point. When Mayweather fought Manny Pacquiao and Manny Pacquiao came off flat-footed, I said, oh, fuck. It's, it's over. F- we're fucked. Yeah. We're fucked because at the end of the goddamn day is that movement, that awkwardness, what, what kept him relevant right. against against Mayweather. But him coming off flat-footed just fucked everything up. It fucked everything like, up. We didn't get the same fight. But now we have a Wilder and Tyson Fury. Tyson will always sit. I mean, he already knows that all he's got to do is take it to him. Now, can Wilder make adjustments? I don't know. I think his fucking ego is so fucking big, and, and um, he, he fucking believes that he's like, he's God. And, right, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and That's why he wore that fucking gay-ass suit and, on the and, way out. And it's kind of hard, and it's kind of hard to teach somebody when, when, when you fucking think you know everything. Right. You know, like, I mean, he has the fucking power, and now he... You know, if he makes a little bit of adjustments, he can he can he can he can make it a fight. Right, and he that, can make it a fight where he can win. Exactly, that's what that's what uh, Justin Gaethje's coach said about him on this last fight, the UFC 249. He said, because Gaethje's known for just charging and charging and charging uh-huh. and being a fucking basically like a bull. Uh-huh. And he said after this fight, he's like, dude, Justin Gaethje is the most coachable guy I've ever had in my life. He's like, mm-hmm. he he literally said okay to everything I said, and he did everything I said, mm-hmm. and we won easily. We fucked him up. Yeah, he's like only because he put his ego aside. And he just said, okay, I'll learn whatever you want me to do, and I'll do whatever you want me to do. And that's it. And if Wilder were to ever do that, I mean, he could be a fucking murderer yeah. forever, for years in that division. He could right. kill everybody. He already was before that, but mm-hmm. if he actually did some boxing skill and he and he created some sort of, like, technique, then, oh, my God, he can be unstoppable. I think that what he's going to need is somebody like like Tyson Fury. He was told, look, if you do this, right, and it, and it made sense. So he did it. Yeah, if you charge now, Wilder. He's got to be. You got. You got to explain to him how and why it works. And right. Think, and, and why that, would I do that? And, and and that's what makes that makes a difference. Right. You know? And if you can, and if you can, if you if you can explain to him and it makes sense to him, no problem. Yeah. I think he gets that big time. I wanted to bring up too. I remember I texted you um during all this coronavirus shit, and I was like, I'm uh, I'm dying to watch some fights, some old fights, because right. there's no fucking new ones going on. Around. And you made me watch a uh, Gerald McLennan and Nigel Ben, and man, that was I did not. I did not see that. I was. I remember every round. I'd pause it, and I wrote down my notes in my phone. Like, okay, this is why. This is what happened in the round. Like, uh-huh. McClellan was winning the beginning, and then Ben came back in the end, or Ben didn't throw enough in this round. McClellan threw enough, and I was grading, and I was like, McClellan's winning this fight. And then the way it ended was just so, like a surprise to me. And then when I researched it after, I was like, oh my god, that's fucking like. It was. It was sad. It was super sad. And then it was even more sad when I when I saw the YouTube videos of like Ben visiting him when he's like in his wheelchair, and he just doesn't even. He's not even there. I'm not there. Completely gone. And that's why it's so important when you say like with the, with make the money, make the fucking make money. money. It's it's not worth it. You know, like we we have we we don't, we we don't know what what lies ahead. My brother died at forty five. Yeah, he had cancer. So I mean, you know, I mean, you gotta you got one life to live, man, and live it to its fullest. Get the best and get as much as you possibly can while you can. Yeah, and then, you know, one day, you know, you just that's it. Hell yeah! The clock ticked, and it did his last tick, and you're done. If you you're have, gone. if you have another fight to uh to recommend to my to the, all the listeners to go back and watch, which one which one would it be? Besides, obviously, we already did McClellan and Benz. What would be another one? Bobby Chacon against Boza Edwards, Boza Edwards against Bazooka Limon, and Bazooka Limon versus Bobby Chacon. Those three guys. Fuck. Okay. Phenomenal man. I'm gonna phenomenal go back and watch fights. those for sure. They they fought each other, and great great fight, man. Fuck, I'm gonna go back and watch those for great sure. Great fights, man. They're um they're as good as as uh 
the McClellan and uh and that 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 fight man it, it, it was that good. I I think um yeah, but they, we didn't fortunately for for them they, they didn't we didn't get the same result they did. Fuck. But yeah, it's a great fucking fight. Man. I'm gonna go back and watch those. What do you say? You ready to call it? Done. Hell yeah! Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. I got you, man. You're like my uh, my Harold Letterman. I always say that. I'm like this is like every time there's like some legit fights that are going on. I got to bring you back on the show. You're you're our our boxing MMA expert. You know we fucking and, love to have you on here. And, and just remember, it's always op- it's just opinions. That's it. Oh, we yeah, don't know, yeah, we don't yeah. fucking know anything. Fuck no. That's why it's we, called we, alternate take. It's, a, it's not a it's not the best take. It's just a, it's just an alternate version of what it is. Right. You know. So uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, buddy. Appreciate All right. you. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll, I'll see you see little bitches later. Peace. I woke up to the morning sky first. Baby blue, just like we rehearsed. When I get up off this ground, I shake leaves back down to the brown, 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 till I'm clean. Blue skies, we gon' fly, feel alright.